Well, to all music educators, I salute you. Um, these are challenging times uh, within every school system. I know uh, you're you're fighting the the good fight, um, and and so uh, I'm I'm not here to lecture uh, <laughs> anyone, but uh, to encourage as as you're doing, Scott. And I thank you for this. I reached out to a assortment of professional jazz musicians and asked them why they believe jazz education was important for this first week of Jazz Appreciation Month here on Masters of the Musiverse. We've been hearing from them, Aubrey Logan, John Fedchuk, and now Peter Erskine. Peter has played the drums since he was four years old. He's known for his versatility and his love of working in different musical contexts. These numbers are big, you ready for this? He appears on 700 albums and film scores. He has won two Grammy Awards, plus an honorary doctorate from the Berklee School of Music. Peter was very gracious with his time. I believe he and I talked about for an hour and here's a short snippet of that conversation. Well, uh, I'm here today with Peter Erskine, um, outstanding, outstanding percussionist. I don't even know where to begin. I'm thrilled that you would take some time to talk to us about why is jazz education important? Thanks, Scott, and uh, greetings to everyone watching. Um, we had a uh, we had a discussion. Uh, uh, my colleague professors and I at the Thornton School of Music here at the University of Southern California. When I say here, I don't mean literally because um, in in this time of lockdown, we're all teaching from our homes. So I'm I'm in my home studio here. Oh. <laughs> Uh, but in fact, uh, educators all across the country uh, are doing a wonderful job. And when this question came up uh, before the pandemic, uh, uh, was there really a need uh, to have big bands in schools? Uh, because uh, uh, if you look at it through the the uh, the kind of prism that uh, that uh, uh, Big bands in schools were 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 uh, vocational training uh, uh, environments for uh, those students to go on the, to join these bands and and go on the road and get uh, get professional experience and it was uh, the big bands were often viewed uh, as the the doorway or gateway to professional music. So um, the uh, the thought was expressed: if there aren't touring big bands, why do we still uh, have big bands in school. Um, and uh, I raised my hand and I said, well, uh, the University of Southern California uh, has a pretty outstanding uh, water polo program, among other sports. And I can't think of too many professional water polo uh, leagues or, or, or teams. Um, so what's the purpose? Well, the purpose of any collaborative uh, class or setting, uh, it's to teach teamwork. And, and teamwork uh, is, uh, is something that involves uh, not only uh, willing to be accommodating and work with others, learning how to work with others, but certainly how uh, to be a good listener, uh, which I guess is, is a, a very important part of, of working with others. Um, in an ensemble, uh, everyone learns to listen. And the resultant magic 
when when people combine their energies and their talents, uh, and in the case of music, their sound, um, it brings uh, a blend uh, that uh, you know it, it's it's an experience that's unmatched, uh, and you know I've I've tried my hand at a number of different things, and of course you're asking why is jazz education important? Yes, I'm biased, but um, the the magic of uh, of ensemble playing um, I think sparks a lot of uh, uh, neurons. It really gets the brain going. It also gets the heart and the soul going. I don't think we can underestimate that. You're, you're um, younger than I am, but in, in the in the '60s, I mean, every television program, um, it, it either was overtly jazz sounding or was arranged and written by someone with 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 deep jazz roots. Um, you know, whether it was "I Dream of Jeannie" or "McHale's Navy." Um, it was all it was all jazz. Even rock radio stations, you know, W B B B. You know, even their 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 little tags were were were, were more more or less jazz sounding. Um, so jazz was 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 very much part of our language, and then other music uh, became uh, more common. More, you know, more popular, yeah. uh, uh, promoted in a, in a different way, and, and utilized, uh, much as jazz was, and that's the natural state of things. Things develop, um, but uh, even the the best, let's say, like rock personalities, musicians, uh, sooner or later, most of them turned to jazz. You know, Bob Dylan did it. He wanted. He realized he he needed to get back in touch with 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 standards and 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 the music that had a swing feel that so influenced him. Neil Peart, um, who passed away uh, just over a year ago, uh, the the drummer uh, from Rush, uh, you know, he came he came to to this very room for for a number of lessons because he wanted to get more in touch with jazz and 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 you know. Not only how to do that, but um, this idea of of taking choice, uh, taking chances, making choices, uh, improvising, um, be because it changed the way he like started approaching his nightly solo with Rush, and and he felt liberated. Um, he felt freed from having to to overplan what he did. So planning, of course, is is an important part of what we do. Uh, Can I ask you something? Um, kind of going back to improvisation. I've, I've used this analogy maybe too much and I'm wondering how you feel about it because I, I don't know if it is intrinsic in jazz education, but um, so I, I talk to my students and other people about how really to improvise well, you, you don't just pick your instrument up and start playing. You have to know about structure and, and um, you have to know what the form is. You have to know, you have to know your scales. And so in order to be improvised well, there's a lot of preparation that goes into that improvisation. Um, and uh, I feel like that is a thing with life too. Like when I think about my teaching, I do a lot of planning 
so that when I get on the podium and things start going poorly, I have, I, I've, I've got a background of a, of a form and a structure. Do you think that jazz teaches that or am I giving jazz too much credit to, to teaching people that? Well, I, Scott, I don't think you can ever give jazz too much credit. <laughs> um, planning, of course, is, is an important part of what we do. Uh, learning your instrument well enough so you're not having to, which finger do I push for an F sharp? You know, or, or wrestling or fighting with the instrument. Um, but uh, I, I will submit that the most essential skill um, or asset to have when learning uh, any kind of music is to listen. And when you listen to the music, you learn the language, you learn the vocabulary. And I tell my students at the beginning of, of, of every uh, term or course of study, uh, I can make this real simple. Just play what you'd like to hear. Now, if 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 there were uh, if if this were a class about French poetry, and I would just say, you know, it's very simple. Just speak what you wish to hear, and you don't know the first thing about the French language, uh, you'll have difficulty being poetic. Um, and uh, I, you know, after Neil had had come, word got out, and a number of other rock drummers thought that, oh, let's go study with Peter Erskine. Um, and I finally, I stopped accepting students because, uh, I told my wife, I said, I, it feels like, you know, there's a knock at the door and I, and I answer the door and, um, there's a guy wearing a beret holding a big loaf of bread and he goes, hi, I want to be French. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, parlez-vous français? Right. Huh? <laughs> and um and you know, uh if I if I talk with with a French accent like this because I watch the Pink Panther, you know, it's not gonna fool anybody. So you you can't you can't do a bad imitation of music or anything else. So jazz education teaches you the history of the music. It teaches you if you learn the history of of of, of of jazz music, you then begin to appreciate and understand the history of all the music you're hearing around you today. It's all built on that. Yeah. Um, okay. Last thing before um, before we go is, is there anything, I'm, I'm springing this one on you, so forgive me for springing this question on you, but is there anything you would like to say to encourage music educators to make jazz education a part of what they do on a, you know, at least a weekly basis? Well, to all music educators, I salute you. Um, these are challenging times uh, within every school system. I know uh, you're you're fighting the the good fight, um, and and so uh, I'm I'm not here to lecture uh, <laughs> anyone, but to, to encourage as as you're doing, Scott, and I thank you for this uh, to broaden um, the uh, the musical palette for yourselves and for your students because there's just many wonderful riches there and 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 if you have any uh, interest or affection um, in any music that's been created since the uh, the beginning of the 20th century then jazz education uh, uh, 
will only enhance not only your understanding of, of, of all that, but all of your students' understanding and, and can lead to, to really great things. And, and it's, I, I think it's just an essential part of, of any musical education. Thank you, Peter. I appreciate your time. You're welcome. Uh, to, just sign off. Uh, what a lucky uh, kid I was. Look, look at me here. I was seven years old getting <laughs> a drum lesson from Lewis Hayes. Oh, that's in that's in one of your books, right? That picture, I think. Yeah, I, yeah. I I started young. I, I I was very lucky. I had the support of uh, not only my parents but my brother and sisters. Um, I just want to wish everyone, you know, good health and uh, and good music. And uh, thank you, Scott. It's been yeah, fun. thank you. All right, I'm gonna sign off. <laughs> Thanks, Peter. <laughs>